outside several times. I mean, he would line up outside wide. He would have and to run like, his route. Yeah, because I mean, you typically a running back pass is is, is more of a low percentage play. Yeah. Like it's it's a dump off, or Cole's getting you chunk yardage at times. Well, it's not a low percentage play. It's a low percentage play from the value it gives. Yeah. It's also yeah. hard to imagine this team rolling out a bunch of two running back sets after making like two tight end sets. You know, three wide kind of. Witten's going to take Beasley's production and multiply it times three. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Half court heave. And Luca banked it home. Luca Magic has made everybody who would have. Luca Duncan. And Barclays Center. That he bad. That's it. He bad. That, that was the highlight. Luca from half court and the Nets crowd showing respect to Dirk. Mavs got drilled. On Fox Sports Southwest last night by Brooklyn, 127-188. So they follow up their 30-point loss to Memphis with a 39-point loss against uh, the... What's up, Cowboy Nation? Appreciate everybody for uh, being part of this thing. Really do uh, thank those that's been uh, in this thing. Uh, Money making mall. Appreciate you, man. First person that's in the chat box. Uh, The free agency time is here. <clears throat> a lot of times I, I'm with the belief of uh, signing free agencies uh, pretty much after the draft. I think that the price range goes down a little bit. Uh, this morning they was talking about um, <clears throat> Landon Collins' price uh, on the uh, safety board and as well as some other safety that's going to be out there may drive down Earl Thomas's price. So that's a good deal. That is a good deal. Um, also, uh, they talked about um, uh, Duke, Duke Johnson. Uh, although he's not a free agent, uh, he's more so of a guy that you can say maybe, just maybe you can take a look at. Now, as far as production-wise, he can be a guy that can help out this team, giving Ezekiel Elliott not a one-two punch, but a spell. He's not a starter or anything like that. Uh, I would look at his skill set as, as helping. Um, uh, yes, one way or another, we live like 95. My name is Law Nation, L-A-W Nation. Uh, also, you can find this channel on Roku and the uh, the iTunes and Spotify. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, talking Cowboys football, um, it's crazy. Uh, the, the, the situation with D-Law, um, they are parting uh, with, with the disbelief of D-Law's camp is not willing to do the surgery. And uh, Cowboys not willing to pay without the surgery, so um, <clears throat> it, it, it's a it's a it's a cluster. That's the only way that we can look at it. Uh, I wish and I hope and and, and I, I I I just want something to to come out whereas they can find a way. But the problem is is when you start looking at uh, the collective uh, uh, reasoning on both parties, you, you can say one is right on this aspect of it and then the others are right on this part of it and and just like anything else uh you guys if you guys want to increase your health insurance policy or if you want to sign a a big contract or improve your health insurance uh there's a health assessment that's need to be done you know you can say well hey i've been with your you know blue cross and blue shield for so many years and and why they're not just willing to up my insurance uh, policy uh, but they want me to pay a higher premium <clears throat> they saying, okay, we would do that, but we would like to get that health assessment done. You know, we, we would like to, uh, uh, for you to visit this particular doctor or, or we want to see what your blood works are before we commit to this type of money. 
And that's the same type of argument that the Cowboys camp are having. And uh, DeMarcus Lawrence camp is saying, no, you give me the money up front first, and then I can go get my surgery done, you know. And, 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 I, and, I, and I agree. DeMarcus Lawrence saying to himself, hey, hey, wait a minute, hold up. Uh, didn't I put everything on the line and you guys not willing to give me the guaranteed money? I think the Cowboys have no issue of paying the man $19 million, believe it or not. I just think that the uh, issue uh, on both sides are one is not willing to do this and the other is not willing to do that. Uh, before we listen to uh, one of, back to 105.3, the fan, uh, I want to play you guys this quick clip uh, right quick. For those who uh, didn't get a chance to see, let's see if we can go ahead and play this right quick. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Let's play it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session. When we're talking about running backs and a running back that can help out the primary running back, you want to look at it like supplements, maybe like a side dish or pretty much a dessert, icing on a cake, things like that. When you look at the Dallas Cowboys running back situation, they really need help. And what Duke Johnson can do to help out the Cowboys is be just that guy. Not a primary running back, but somebody that can come into the mix and help. Now, I'm looking at Duke Johnson's film. I like what I see. He can create separation. He got great vision out there in the field. Now, he runs a little too high for my liking, but I do like his explosiveness, and I do like his burst. And, and then on top of that, he got vision. He got a quick step. He just kind of runs sort of too high. But I think that with the right coaching, he can work those things out. Now, they utilize him in different ways with the uh, Cleveland Browns. They line him up in eye formation, power. They did all type of pro style sets. And then they also had him in the wing. So he did a lot of things. Now, Duke Johnson, he got vision. Now, the problem is he liked to play basketball with the football. He runs a little too high, like I said. And the football awareness, you got to be able to understand that you got people clawing and trying to claw, prow down on the ball. You got to have a little bit of awareness with his ball and protection. But one thing that I can say, he is a guy that will be one hell of a good complimentary back. Add him in as a supplementary back because he can create space. He got great vision, bounce offside. He got those things inside his weaponry. Now, how you can utilize him you would feature him as not just a one-two combination punch, but you will have him to come in just as the spell back. Remember, he liked to play basketball with the football, meaning that he carries the football a little too high and, you know, that causes the ball to fumble. Now, as far as blocking and things like that, I like effort. I do like that, but still kind of run a little too high for my, my liking. The pad levels, got to lower those pad levels, but can he run into the inside? Can you do jet sweeps and motion sweeps? Yes. He got that type of vision. Now, when you get a chance to line him up out wide, can he catch out in the backfield? Yes. This play right here, he lined up, ran a nice seam route, and the linebacker opened pursuit, and he was able to take his lunch from him. And I like that. So that means you got a weapon as it relates to catching the ball out of the backfield. 
vision enough to understand to find a soft spot in the zone i like all of those skill sets that number 29 duke johnson exhibits now being able to take it to the house yes he can do that as well and not going down he's solid build not going down with the first tackle so that's what i like out of his skill set just gotta just lower that pad level a little bit more and protect the ball hey i would like to see this guy in a silver and blue uniform because i know for sure he's able to help out this team in so many factors not afraid to run in the power and and on top of that uh, out of this eye formation get small tuck the ball in and being able to create space on his own those are things that i like how to do johnson's skill set now the other thing would be pricing how much money would you give up for a veteran running back that can help out this team they'll be up to the cowboys that will be actually up to the cowboys to get somebody that can help out this team from a veteran standpoint i know a lot of people are going to say hey what about the rod smiths of the world or, or the jamez olawale or whoever else we have out there in the backfield i'm telling you right now this duke johnson he's built for the he's built for this cowboys offense he's built for that for the run behind that cowboys offensive line short shifty change of pace change of direction type of guy man that will that will help out ezekiel elliott because we already know that ezekiel elliott is the battering ram for this offense just give the man a little help and when you can have somebody like this maybe if you can find him from cheap it will help out tremendously that's all the time that i have on duke johnson I really want to know your thoughts. All right, all right, all right, all right. So uh, appreciate those who uh, got a chance to watch that little clip of uh, Duke Johnson. A lot of people asking, like, how much money? What's the money? Uh, right now, it's like $1.8 million. Uh, can you go out there and use draft capital to, to get a running back out there in the draft? Yes. Would you prefer to go out there and get a running back in the draft and still play with it? Yes, you know, uh, veteran is veteran, uh, somebody who already have experience, somebody that you can go out there and say, OK, a known commodity. Yes, uh, I would like that parameters of Duke Johnson. My thing is, um, when we're talking about trading, um, I, I think that the uh, Browns are already and he already voiced his concerns of saying that, hey, I'm not getting the touches that I want out of the Browns. And he's already said that he would like to be traded. Uh, this is the thing. Uh, far as trade value, I, I would say anywhere from a fifth or sixth round draft pick, uh, and that's that's the bottom line. Uh, one point eight million dollars is not a lot uh, of money. I think that with one point eight million, you can utilize some of those uh, funds and, and pick them up. Let's see what 105.3 fans talk about. Rotations for All right, free. so they're not alive yet. But this is the thing, Cowboy Nation. We have to figure out a way to uh, put a multiple sets of running backs out there to help Ezekiel Elliott out. There's no way that Ezekiel Elliott can play a whole nother year like he did last year. He can't. <laughs> we, we would love for him to do it, but long term, if you want to pay Ezekiel Elliott big time money, you cannot, and I'm going to say this again, you cannot, you cannot uh, uh, have him without a spell back, a split back, some help out there in the backfield. I love what Ezekiel Elliott can do. I, I do. I do. But it's full-time running back. He needs some help. Why not Rod Smith? Or why not Jamez Olawale? Those two guys are not changing pace backs. Those guys are pretty much, to me personally, uh, and I would say this again. I think that Rod Smith 
needs to be on somebody's team starting. I think that he's the type of running back that down the line, like towards the third quarter, the fourth quarter, you'll see a pickup of his play. You'll see him picking up of what the defense is trying to take away, and you'll see a better running back play out of him. That's just the bottom line. But by him coming in, he's just not that guy that you can just throw into the mix. That's just what I can see out there looking at his film and looking at what Rod Smith brings. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> see what else we have here. We have uh, Joseph uh, says, not trying to dump on uh, Johnson. He's pretty good, but you could draft the type of Tavon Williams. Yeah. Let's see what we got. It's $20.5 million up from 17 last year. All the reports have him not showing up to any of the workouts. Not going to be happy with that deal. Mike, is Tank ticked? Or maybe understanding this is just business as usual? Oh, I think he's miffed uh, because I think he feels like he was kind of promised that we weren't going to go have to go down this road. Now, the Cowboys will counter by saying, well, Maybe it's your side that's being unreasonable in the dollars and cents. And until we see exact offers laid out, which we're never going to see, and the counter offers laid out, we, we won't really know who we have to yell at and who we get to yell at. Is it tank side asking too much? Uh, is it Jerry not offering enough? We should say this, though, Sean, this idea that, come on, Jerry, you're being cheap, that, that's really uh, a, a, a dullard's thought. It has nothing to do with, the owner's pocketbook it it has to do with how you want to use the salary cap the salary cap is whatever it is what is it this year hundred and whatever it is hundred and eighty seven million dollars whatever it's all about that the the, the cowboys have 187 million dollars to spend and they're trying to figure out how best to spend it and so right now we've got what i think unfortunately um starts to line up now as a potential football war between the Cowboys and Tank Lawrence. Right. How ugly do you think it would have to get in order for them to explore trading him? You could trade him. Uh, there, there's a couple ways that he could end up on another team. One is that a team calls you. He, he's he's not coming in. He's not showing up. And a team calls you and says, listen, we'll – we'll go ahead and, and take him. We'll, we'll, we'll pay him. We'll acquire him and we'll pay you whatever. We'll come up with whatever the, uh, the trade is. Um, the other one, of course, is that a team could tender him a gigantic offer. And if the Cowboys, then the Cowboys could either match that to keep him or if they let him go, the Cowboys get two first round draft picks, uh, that team's first round draft pick this year and that team's first-round draft pick next, next year. year. I think those yeah. scenarios are really unlikely. I think Tank Lawrence in a Cowboy uniform remains by far the most likely thing, but that doesn't mean that Tank Lawrence shows up at OTAs. doesn't mean he shows up at captain's workouts. And then we have the Mike Bassick idea of uh, – and Bassick yesterday told the story about back in his day, he kind of did this. He kind of did, oh, my shoulders hurt. If you mm. don't pay me the $75,000 you owe me. Uh, this is a little more than $75,000, but Tank Lawrence could conceivably say on July 15th, okay, you got me. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 I'll sign it. I'm coming in and then have a shoulder surgery and, and, and have the Cowboys feel like they're threatened by that all summer long. That's where the tank weaponry comes in, and that's where the battle comes in. How does the, the tank surgery aspect play in the locker room? 
Because I, I get the guys. The guys understand it, it is a business. But then at the end of the day, you know, they still have to play these games, and they're going to be playing them without Tank. If he has a surgery in July, he won't be there until October, right? Yeah, and that's why I, I hear some people saying, oh, you know, it'll get done, and, and it will. And, and uh, these, you know, the Cowboys always, Jones has always signed who they want to sign, and they do. Um, but remember the Dez thing. When Dez went through this, right. that, that was ugly. That, that, was, that was uncomfortable and unfortunate. And then you go to Le'Veon with uh, Bell with the Steelers. I didn't know that Le'Veon Bell was a jerk in the locker room. Did you guys? Until this year. And maybe he wasn't a jerk in the locker room before this year. But the Le'Veon Bell situation absolutely has torn the Steelers apart. And Tank Lawrence holds that sort of position in this locker room, Chop. And, and this is what you're alluding to. The, these these guys look up to Tank Lawrence. They do. He's he's the big daddy now. He's the leader. He's the best player. All those things. And it would create for a lot of weird chemistry uh, if, if this guy they count on decides to go that way. I think some of them would totally understand. I think some of them would be completely perplexed. Uh, I, I think uh, most of us are of the opinion you're an NFL player. You're literally risking your life. Get all the money you can. Um, but both sides will try to use uh, a, a little public relations to try to make their points. And uh, Tank hasn't done that yet, but but a, a Tank Lawrence tweet is coming to try to make you understand his side, I promise you. What do you make of these Duke Johnson rumors? Uh, I say that they are real. Now the question, is, and, and here's the thing. This, this draft, if you listen to Broadus, KT, Kavanaugh, you can get running backs in the fourth round. Yeah. So I hate the idea that, well, the Cowboys have an extra fourth. They might as well spend it. Folks, that's not an extra fourth. It's a fourth. There you go. It's like, you know, when you have $2 in your wallet, it's not like, well, that other dollar's extra. No, it's two real dollars. <laughs> two real right. dollars, yeah. So, so don't trade the other fourth just because you have two of them. That's really stupid management of your assets. But if they want to give away Duke Johnson, in other words, what I'm saying is I think Will McClay's scouting part would say, don't give up a fourth. For Duke right. Johnson, we can draft a running back. But if they want to give him away for a sixth, and I haven't looked at his contract or anything like that, but that's a real live NFL starting caliber running back. You don't know that you're going to get that in the fourth or fifth or sixth round. If they want to give away Duke Johnson for a sixth, I say the Cowboys are in. Well, the problem with Duke is if he was frustrated with getting 40 carries last year in Cleveland, uh, Rod Smith got 40 carries last year here, yeah. unless – you're just going to wear him out throwing him the football. The base salary for 2019 would be $1.8 million, million uh, yeah. for Duke. So that's pretty cheap. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a bargain <laughs> for a guy who can be a real contributor. But, but then, Mike, a, Mike, then it goes to 3.6 and then 4.6. That's not so much of a bargain. No. Nope. Right, right, <laughs> but right. <laughs> what about the guaranteed money and how is it structured? Do I have to do I have to pay him? You know, we, we keep trying to emphasize this point when it comes to a DAC contract the, the big number doesn't really have to be big i saw our man roy white this morning um tweet the the last three big defensive end contracts and he used justin houston and and khalil mack pass rushers well justin houston's about to get cut mm. so a lot of that a lot of good that did everybody in kansas city yeah and khalil mack got traded so a lot of good that did everybody with the raiders so a lot of this is how it's structured but well yeah, chicago I'm, gave khalil his money yeah, they absolutely. Did. Chicago but, but did. The, the Raiders can say that they did or didn't get value for somebody that when they signed that contract, 
That was Khalil for life. Right. With the Raiders. Justin Houston, in that 2014 season for Justin Houston, that's about as good a season as that position's had in a long, long time. Yeah. 22 seconds. And now he's, now he's not that anymore. Um, yeah, g- give me Duke Johnson on the cheap. Um, I, I don't. I don't know that you're going to be real dissatisfied if you're playing behind Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott yeah. And they they would find ways to get you the ball. I think more than they did with Rod Smith. I think we can agree. We, we you know Rod Smith's a, a wonderful fellow. I think Duke Johnson has established that he's a better NFL running back than Rod Smith. Mike Fisher, Cowboys yeah. insider, uh, joining us here at 105 to the event. I know how you love uh, <laughs> crazy trade scenario theories. Mm. <laughs> Uh, would you and I know the Cowboys never would do this but this is radio 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 talk would you trade a third for Josh Rosen for four years of a cheap quarterback and flip your current quarterback for at least a first round draft pick more likely a first and a second or two firsts or whatever we all say that quarterback is different, that right. you can't just handle quarterback like it's a commodity. Because speaking of guys that run the room and face the franchise and all that kind of stuff, but if, if I could grit my teeth and squint my eyes and look at quarterback like it was just another asset, just another commodity, I would absolutely do that. Oh, wow. And then wow. shop when Josh Rosen's contract is up, when it's time to pay him $28 million, I'd do it again. <laughs> yeah, unless he's actually worth it. Yeah. Like, unless, unless he turns into Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and Matt Ryan, then you pay him. This, this, this is a theory, and I don't think any NFL team does it, but somebody someday is going to do it. Just like we, we, we do it on running backs. Running backs. You when, the running, when we think the running back's about out of gas, we say goodbye to him. The Patriots do this, of course, habitually with positions. They, they trade the guy the year before he's out of gas instead of the year after. Someday, right. some smart, risky team is going to say we're going to we're going to change quarterbacks every four years. We're, we're, just, we're, we're not going to give him his next big contract, and that team will either will either be an idiot or a genius. It, but but I would again, leaving all feelings aside and chemistry and all that kind of stuff, um, to, to trade for the next Dak Prescott, who makes one million. Instead of paying this Dak Prescott twenty eight million dollars, yeah, I'd do it now and I'd do it in four years and I'd do it four years after that. It sounds like the Giants are letting Landon Collins hit free agency. This is a three time Pro Bowler, five years younger than Earl Thomas, more of a run stopper than Earl is as a ball hawk, ball hawk pass yeah. defender. The Cowboys going to be in on this? You know, he's he is I mean, he's not even close between what he does as a job he's he is a run stopper uh nothing wrong with that uh the, the the cowboys just got the ball shoved down their throat time after time after time especially on the road uh in the last half of the season and so there'd be nothing wrong with more run stopping the franchise tag at a safety is 11 million dollars if mm-hmm. earl thomas thinks he's worth 15 why don't the giants think landon collins is worth 11 i know there's got to be something there uh, plus, again, and we're, we're talking from the outside here, but isn't he a locker room leader? Yeah. And a, a, a guy that is a Pied Piper with, with those players. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm mystified now. We, as Cowboys Nation, we can make fun of uh, the Giants' moves. They've done a lot of things that haven't worked. 
Um, but to me, Lannon Collins is an $11 million football player, especially in a at least supposed maybe made-up market where Earl Thomas thinks he's a $15 million football player. Now, the Cowboys are number five in rush, D, so they may not you know, view it as a huge need versus getting a guy back there uh, to defend the pass, but we're talking about five years Five years difference in terms of age and, and, and injury and everything that comes with that, even though Land has missed a little bit of time. But they're already solid against the run. Yeah, but let's not fool ourselves. We, we, we watched that Rams game, didn't oh. we, Sean? Oh, yeah. yeah they need to go yeah, from good to – they can game, go from yeah. good to elite. Right. Now, <laughs> right. Um, we, we can go we, – we can kind of pick apart. Antoine Woods in the Rams game had a torn-up shoulder, and he kept playing anyway. Right. And, right. and that didn't help. Uh, the linebackers, all three of them uh, – uh, Stephen Jones the other day said Sean Lee had a really good game against the Rams. I didn't see it. Nope. <laughs> I, I thought all three of those linebackers right. played poorly against the Rams. So, uh, And they got torn up by a, a Rams team that's really good. But they also got torn up by a running back who's a forklift driver. So uh, <laughs> go, go to the Giants game before that. Go to the Colts game before that. And, and no, I, I don't think the Cowboys are as elite, elite against the run over the course of 18 games as they were over the course of the first eight, first eight which yeah. created that that nice stat that you just quoted. Mike Fisher here on the fan. Fill in the blank. The Dallas Mavericks are tanking. Horrific. <laughs> <laughs> what and, happened? They're not sitting Luca. What happened? They lose by 70 points in your last two games? All right. Yeah, all right, all right. Appreciate everybody, man. <clears throat> Thank you all for uh, tuning in to the nation. Uh, shout out to you all that uh, that's part of this thing. Uh, who me on the uh, Periscope said, yeah, that coach game. Man, the coach kind of put the blueprint out there on how to beat the Cowboys, and, and that's just running right up the gut. And, and we do need a run stopper, uh, to be precise, uh, on what are we talking about. We, we do. Um, as far as the, uh, uh, I guess what we want to talk about is this uh, um, cap number, not cap number, uh, franchise tag. Um, franchise tag is 11 mil. So Landon Collins, if he's out there on the blocks, as a free agent uh, or whatever it may be, um, I think that uh, we can find capital to uh, work that out as well. Uh, it's just a title of do you get a, a guy that can help out with the run or do you find and wait uh, for a guy that can help out on the back end of the pass? Guys, let me know this in the chat box. Let me know. Jake the Great, 1804. He's in Law Nation Palm Beach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you all. I, I love to hear where you guys are from. Uh, we got people from all over the world, the universe. Um, Crawford is old. That's what Jeff says. <laughs> yeah, he's getting long in the tube, as they say. Um, we, we, we're we going to figure out something. I, I think that Will McClay will be looking at some defensive guys on that line to help out because we very we went from like, Literally, like in, in less than a week, uh, from that positioning being a power, from now that positioning being a big questioning mark, you know, with the Tank Lawrence situation, Randy Gregory can't stop rolling it up, and uh, and, and David Irvin, you know, of course they had to just really get rid of him because uh, he's not of this world, right? And so, and then Antoine Barbecue Woods, uh, we we understand what he can do, you know. But it's 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 crazy, right, Cowboy Nation? Um, let me just tell you guys again about Sports Track, and and let me just look at it uh, from this aspect of it. 
uh, Sports Track is a website where you can look up all of the important information on players, give you up to date fair market value, as well as their uh, current stance on free agency. It also gives rankings and um, the market value uh, and, and the salary uh, caps and things like that breaks down players' ages, uh, and, and it gives out the player agent as well. So there are some things out there that we have to take a real good look at. And uh, the number one ranked defensive end in the def- in, in this uh, NFL is Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, he is the number one ranked defensive end. With that, just like old Spider-Man, with great power comes becomes great responsibility. The responsible uh, aspect of it is do the Cowboys say, okay, okay, Tank, you want, we're going to pay you the guaranteed money of $60 million or, or 45 I think it's 50 to close to $60 million. We'll, we'll give you Khalil Max money, and uh, we'll show up that side of the defense, and then we'll figure out something else to help out. Guys, that's just as easy as it can be, right? But the problem is, is that that salary cap and, and, and plan, paying a player before the surgery is just not a known factor. It, it's just not a thing that the uh, brilliant people do out there in the world. When you're talking about financing, those who close on a house, they understand. You know, when you're closing on a house, uh, they, they want to uh, double check. And, and the, uh, the the overwriters, uh, the contractors, everybody, they want to really go line by line and, and they really want to go over each and everything more than one time because money is crazy that we all say we need it, we, we want it, but the, the, the smart people, the wise people, they spend it wisely. So um, everybody know if you close on a house before, you know, uh, you'll say to that person, wait a minute, I already got pre-approved. Why you guys want to really see my paycheck studs? Why you really want to see this part of my income? Why do you want to check and see how much my dog make? Uh, or how, what kind of sense does this make? Uh, why do you want to call my employees for references? Because they finna fork over a lot of money. And that's forecasting. And that's what I do all day. Analysts, you know, we look at things more than once. As they say, measure twice, cut once, right? Measure twice, cut once. And and that's the, uh, uh, rea- the reality of the Marcus Lawrence contract situation. Um, if you look at other guys, like, and he's top, he's top. And, and we talked about this at, at loud, loud, um, uh, uh, situations when we're talking about contracts and things like that and this is a, a, a great point right here um, I, I had some people say wait wait a minute law we can't just look at the sacks look at the rating the rating is right there D law has a strong argument uh, that this sports track dot com that it shows the ratings and if you look at let me move up just a little bit if you look at the ratings here and these are your top dogs, right? You got Von Miller. He's at a 90.15. You got the Jones, Chandler Jones, 82.1. You have Olivier Vernon, 77.6. Khalil Mack, 91.25. Um, and, and I'll go over this again for those who are listening in on the, uh, the podcast. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, his rating is at 90.2. 
the thing is, when you're talking about stops, when you're talking about hurries, when you're talking about tackles per game, if you look at Deed Law's stats, you will say to yourself, Khalil, he's at 3.5 or 3. Well, you might as well round it up to 4.0. D Law is right at 3. Uh, might as well round that up to a uh, 3. So you're getting uh, four, sack, four tackles from Khalil, and you're getting about three tackles from, from D Law. And if you look at sacks, if you look at sacks, this is the, a per game basis, a .67 from Khalil. And then you're talking about a .78, a higher margin to ratio with D-Law as it relates to these parameters of years from the last year until now. So if they are in the same wheelhouse because this is on a year-to-year basis. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where we have to look at everything and look at it from this aspect of it. D-Law camp, he wants to get paid the amount of money that uh Khalil is making and and he he have the numbers and everything to show it you know so um my thing is the only problem would be um this right here the Dallas Cowboys I think the Cowboys are not saying okay we're not willing to pay D-Law but what I'm thinking that the Cowboys are saying is that they just want the surgery on the front end Appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you all for uh, being part of the Cowboys uh, podcast or Law Nations podcast and and uh, sharing the content throughout the world. I, I really do. Let me know of your thoughts. Uh, let me know of your opinions of uh, the law situation or free agencies out there and who we should draft. Should we go out there and draft a a defensive guy in the first round, a second round, or or should we just parlay with the offensive offensive guy? Or 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 we should trade up, try to play around and get into that first round. You know, give up some assets since we do <laughs> quote unquote have two fourth round draft picks. We probably can. Uh, package some of those things up since the compensatory picks are tradable to move up would that be an option uh, uh swaggy d says trade him if he wants max money <laughs> some swaggy d aaron lewis says uh what would the uh, defensive van flowers want from new england uh as far as his market value uh that's that's a good question uh let me see if i can uh pull up players i, I don't i've should have played with this thing a little bit more to see how we can. He is a defensive fan, right? And we're going to go to, uh, if I can find New England's uh, deal there, or if his name should be down here. See if I can find Flowers before we get out of here. Uh, no, nah, his name not down there. Unless I overshot his name. I don't see his name down there. <clears throat> Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know his market value, but uh, flower, uh, flowers. Let me see if I have to search, but there's no search. I'm gonna have to play around with the website a little bit uh, more to, to to figure out how to search players and things like that. But uh, to be honest to you, uh, I think that the Cowboys. Here you go, right here. Let me just click on New England. Maybe I can find it that way, right? <laughs> and. Uh, don't see flowers. Um, <clears throat> if they can go right here, active contracts. So um, <clears throat> we'll figure out these things uh, a little bit later down the line. I'll play where I with the website so that uh, 
uh, I can fire off response. Um, but guys, the free agency period is longer. And like I said, I, I would rather for us to get a free agent guy after the draft because they're cheaper that way, right? They are. They are cheaper that way. They are cheaper that way after the draft. So if we can figure out how to finesse this thing, get this thing going, it'll be a plus, right? It will be a plus. The word of the day, when the end comes for me, let it find me conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one, right? Get your mind together, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to, to try to conquer. When you're up against the struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall, you may conquer. Black may be the clouds about you and your future may seem grim, but don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself in fight and trim. It's worth it's bound to happen in spite of all that you do. Remember, running from it will not save you. See this thing through. See it through, Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed. Even hope may seem but futile, then with trouble may be beset. Remember, you're facing what other legends have met. Starbuck, Troy Aikman, Emmett, Irving. Check. Let's get this thing going. May fall, fall, still fighting. Head high, eyes to the finish. See this thing through. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get it going, baby. Y'all hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you can. <laughs> One way or another, we live like 95. Let's get this thing going, baby. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Rise up to the occasion. I hope you got your coffee. I got mine, right? <laughs> Almost spilled this damn coffee on me. <laughs> but appreciate it, man. Shout out to you, man. Swaggy D, Michael, Aaron, Lewis, Ivan. All you guys, man, that's in the chat box. Let's get this thing going. Yeah, we out. Peace. Salud.